Get out those advent calendars, gang, because it's December. Welcome to December 2012. Oh, man. Do you guys like advent calendars? We got Andy Wood. We got Matt <laughs> Kirshen. It's Brooks Whelan here on the radio program, probably December. And our guest today, do you like Christmas? Tom Sibley. I'm Go. a big fan of Christmas. Comedy Zone, Tom Sibley is in town, everybody. Very funny character. Look him up. Google, YouTube, Google him. Do what you got to do. <laughs> Bottom line, Advent calendars. Forum against him. Tom, and why? I like the Advent calendars uh, that you can... Are, is it the ones where you can open it up and there's like a piece of candy or a little is picture there another inside? Kind? Is there another kind? Right? Yeah, that's, there's another kind. An I used to have ones where you just open it up and then there's a fun picture. Like, oh, look at that little, there's a picture of a present. I yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, it sounds like, were you a Jehovah's like... Witness or something? <laughs> no, you can't I, was, have... I was loved. Oh, okay. My mom would get me advent calendars. Do you, were you guys like raised Catholic with like the, the four different candles? Oh, yeah. And oh, the yeah. big pink one before yep. Christmas. Yep, that's right. That. They got advent candles oh, as well, haven't yeah. they? That, that's even lamer than the calendar where you just burn it down another half an inch for each day. No, we never did that. Wait, is right. that how it goes? I thought yeah. it was with one a week, and then the purple one is Christmas Eve or something. Well, or yeah, the, the 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 purple one, or were they all purple? They were the all pink? purple. I think they were no, all, no, all one purple. of them was a different color to one mark of them the might big have been pink. Yeah, you're listening to probably Sunday. Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> We were uh, Presbyterian. We still did some candles sometimes, I think. Yeah, right. Those didn't mean anything. It was God, just did, such an God didn't hear those. <laughs> Countdown. Hear he Christmas. only hears the Catholic candle ones. <laughs> All right, listening, little family down there. I have, so I have this advent calendar that's a bear. It's like cloth, and it's a bear that has Velcro on the back, and he like looks for Christmas in a different part of the house each day. Like it's it's uh, like a poster you put up, and you move the bear each day, and I fucking love it very much, and I still have it. And my brother has a two-year-old son and he called me and he's like hey i know you have that advent calendar uh the countdown bear thing uh i think lincoln his son who's two would enjoy that will you will you send it back to iowa and i go uh okay all right and then i hung up and immediately called my mom I was like mom lincoln wants my advent calendar he can't have it you tell him he doesn't you get him a different one and my mom was like no that's yours you keep that uh, so she agreed, and then uh, I just never sent it, and my brother hasn't brought it up. Is Lincoln really excited about the release of the movie Lincoln? Have they taken him to see oh, it? Oh, I haven't everything? even asked him yet. I bet he loves it. Uh, he's more into Squatties, which are little kid Avengers called the Squatties. Squatties? Squatties? Yeah, they're They little... also don't pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they shit everywhere. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, um, yeah Lincoln's pretty, probably pretty into Lincoln, I but, think. But you know the way your bro- the reason your brother never brought it up again is because the second you phoned up, you hung up. Your mum then called your brother back yeah. and went, look, I'm sorry, Brooks is, <laughs> yeah, Brooks exactly. is being a big baby about this. Yeah. <laughs> that's his. Let's just about never make sure calendar. It <laughs> it's great. It's real fun. I'll, I'll take a picture and post it. I'll tweet it because uh, I fucking What's love it. it? I'm it's proud a of it. fuzzy Velcro bear that you move around the house to find presents. What is it? It's looking for Christmas. That's the, uh, that's the thing. And also, it says December. Oh, okay. oh, oh, okay. Is it a I'm cartoon bear or is it a very lifelike bear? Like a it's Werner a- Herzog <laughs> bear. <laughs> it's, this it's this tough. bear will find presents wherever they are placed. In the house, perhaps Timothy Treadwell lives with you. In which case, the presents will not be intact. The bear has eaten Christmas. <laughs> you must never listen to this tape of the bear finding the Christmas presents it and is, opening them. It is. A, it's a real bear, so it's hard to sleep at night because you pull it out for Christmas, and then there's just a bear in your room, and you're like, you got to stay near the Velcro part, bear. And the bear is like. 
well, I'm a bear. I might eat you in your sleep. And you're like, God, this is dangerous. Is it a black bear or a brown bear? Uh, it's a grizzly bear. Oh. So it's very scary. It's terrifying. The scariest of bears. That's the Ur- Ursus, Ursus horribilis, right? Listen, don't get That's smart not a fake me. thing. That's like the Latin the name Latin is term. like yeah. horrible bear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and on like the last day of the calendar, does Anthony Hopkins kill it? Like from the movie The Edge. What one man can do, another can do. Yeah. <laughs> no, what happens is Liam Neeson comes, breaks a bunch of mini bottles and tapes them to his oh, knuckles. Okay. And, oh, then, of the and then and then gets yeah. eaten by a wolf. Perhaps, That's such a twist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the nuts stay through the end of the credits, but this is not actually what happens. <laughs> Oh, is there something at the very end of the credits? Yeah, he wins. Wait, Liam Neeson wins? Pretty much, yeah. It spoils the movie because the whole idea is like it's an existential thing and then you don't really... You come to terms with your own death. But then there's a little like thing at the end where I think there's just bloody wolves all around and you're like, oh, so that ends, so he did win. Okay. I I wish it was just... There's a thing at the end of that movie, like after the credits? After the credits, yeah. Really? You know what would be even like less, uh, would be even worse, like... uh, I can't even explain. Um, I wish at the end, instead of just bloody wolves, it was just him sipping a mai tai on a beach with like a wolf necklace. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> he no, he's won. sitting next to one of the wolves on a beach, and he looks at him and goes, "Next time, you buy lunch." <laughs> and they both laugh. <laughs> and the movie, the movie, the movie ends on a freeze frame high five between him and the wolf. And then that song, "Get Out of My Dreams." <laughs> uh, I like. I like that. Wait, no, no, no. He looks right at the camera and tips his sunglasses yeah. down to look at the and camera. And then it I think I'm going to enjoy dog sitting. Uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then a waiter comes with a mai tai in a dog bowl and puts yeah, it down there. Yeah. With a little oh, cocktail umbrella. And then, the, and then a dog walks by in a bikini, and Liam Neeson looks up. The dog is like, "Go get him!" Uh, and then the gr- the, uh, the gray two, uh, Liam Neeson dies, but the but the wolves like keep him alive. They have to prop him so, up. So it's a little weekend at Bernie's type of action where he's just like hanging out in the woods and like accidentally pulls a top off a woman. But like his, his fur keeps falling out. And stuff. Oh wait, wait, who's dead? The the dog Liam, or Liam, Liam Neeson's dead? Oh, Liam Neeson's still dead. somehow oh, okay. he's water skiing. And he's, yeah, uh, I like that I like though. It. I think I'm gonna like dog sittings. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is a science-based oh. podcast. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about science, so, so we're going to start off. What is your science background? Do you have any science background? Um, I I cheated my way through science. Um, I was in track two science all throughout high school, which is the lowest track. It was for the, the less intelligent kids. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting really embarrassed they, right now. <laughs> is no, it like a, and one false... of our teachers was half robot. He had a bunch of things that were in his... <laughs> we called him a robot because he broke his back when he was wrestling. Oh, yeah. And he had all these like wires going down the back of his shirt and into his neck. It's very similar to Bane, I guess. <laughs> and we all called him a robot because he had to move so stiff because he was constantly in our little pain. I bet you, I mean, I, I I bet you like sorry. And did he also sometimes say, I am a robot? <laughs> <laughs> Which is the other way? And to we tell. sometimes saw him drinking cans of oil, and we we're like, ah, ah. We're, that's not. We're not supposed okay. to see that. Did you have to keep the fact that he was a robot secret from his grandfather because his grandfather was laid off from his factory because a robot took his job? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was. He was very. Um, I hope he's still alive. He was also very, very built though, too. Okay, so he's more like RoboCop than he is like Bane. Or I guess they're both kind of the same thing. Yeah. No, here's my question. So you had a, a track A, like a track one and a track two, and they're never like this is the smart one and this is the dumb one. But as a child, you're like, all oh, the smart guys are in the yeah. other group. I'm with the dumb kids because I'm a dumb kid. I was a dumb kid. What happened to me at one point was uh, I was good in English. 
but I was terrible in science. So they put me in these advanced English classes, but I still had to be in these dumb science classes. So one of my teachers, anytime she went over the science, I wouldn't understand. She would say, all right, Sibley, go to the bathroom. Whoa. And I would sit in the bathroom and wait until someone no, come to get me. this seems very unnecessary. While she would go over the thing. But that's she a, would. That's a better. That's a better option than maybe learning a little bit. I know. So she would forget about you just me. Just go and shit or something. <laughs> oh my God. I became like a bathroom attendant and she would forget about me quite often. And I would be in there for like, hours. Did she like a bathroom attendant? Do people tip you? As they, no, you, I would just come in like, and I'd be like, possibly. hey, how you doing? You, that, that stall's open. <laughs> like, do you need any cologne or some yeah. chewing gum? <laughs> There's a little I, metal tray. I just had tons of airheads, those little packets of airheads. I'd be like, here you go, buddy. But uh, I got my parents figured it out because all anytime they asked me how school was going, most of my stories were bathroom related. <laughs> well, the like, bathroom was well, hot. Ba- <laughs> you should have seen it, man. Kids were coming. Kids were going. Laughs some a mile a minute coming out of that thing. And, no, number uh, three got backed up for a bit, but we got it through. We, <laughs> we, we powered on. I just told my mom, I was like, oh, well, Mrs. McDowell, she just sends me to the bathroom anytime she goes over something I don't understand. And my mom just looked at me. Her face turned to stone, and she went, okay. The next day, I get out of school. I walk out of my classroom, and there is my mom standing there. And I'm like, hey, mom, what do you do? I'm just supposed to meet you by the car. And she's like, wait here. She and your went, mom went to the bathroom. Yeah, my mom hung out in the bathroom. <laughs> And she tore the teacher apart. She just closed oh. the door behind her and went in and destroyed oh, the yeah, teacher. Yeah. It was really intense. Yeah, that sounds awful. And so that's also, my science background. Did that, change, did that change things? Were you then allowed to hear science? No, she just stopped sending me to the bathroom. There, She's well, like, you're not going to understand this, but I can't send you to the bathroom. <laughs> no, th- I like this idea. Like, as a little kid, like, Tom, uh, what is at the center of our solar system? <laughs> you just go, the bathroom is neat. <laughs> The bathroom is colorful. <laughs> Do you what's at the center of the solar, solar system? I'm like, Tony, the janitor, cleans usually around two <laughs> for about 45 minutes. My <laughs> toilet paper dispenser installed too. It doesn't work as well as the other ones. People think lemon fresh is best, but pine fresh cuts through the smell much <laughs> yeah. better. My best friend Lemon just enhances it. Yeah, it's, your, your parents start to figure it out when you invite the janitor to your birthday party. <laughs> I'm like, this is Tony. Can you go outside and smoke? <laughs> and right. This is Mr. Kleenex. It's just like some toilet paper rolls with <laughs> face drawn on it yeah well did you go to my best friend did you go to college yeah i did where did you go to school i went to uh villanova university it's outside of philadelphia why don't you brag a little more that's not bragging it's not (laughs) i went for theater and communications the fuck do i know are the bathrooms there pretty nice great bathrooms (laughs) killer bathrooms they have classic ones in the older buildings and then some really nice what grade is this bathroom thing happening in that was uh fifth grade that is old to be his hands. That was fifth grade, and then, uh, and then high school was the robot teacher, uh, <laughs> whose name escapes me now. I hope he's still alive, uh, Mister Roboto. Mister Roboto. I think we both, we all know he will always be alive. Yeah, yeah. We had a PE. Oh yeah, that's right. Of course, he can't. He can never die. <laughs> he's we made had a steal. We had a PE teacher who her name was Mrs. Martins, but we I called her Old Man Martins. Uh, it's just funny to me and I drew a picture of her one time and then labeled it Old Man Martins and then left it in the locker room <laughs> on accident and it was I was like oh my god <laughs> where is that drawing and uh, things were different between us after that yeah did, did is, you sign the picture uh, you know what maybe not I don't know I this maybe I'm overthinking this and then I just thought she was meaner to me yeah. when you, in fact it just got thrown away 
do you see patterns in your life the way that I do? Because this is remarkably similar to what cost you your, your job. Your job, yeah. This is exactly <laughs> like your bit. When yeah. you are angry at someone, do you all automatically go take to <laughs> take pen like, I'm going to picture this person out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you seem upset by this almost. You're like, whatever. I just remember I, I, I had gotten all A's my whole life, and then I got like a D in PE in like eighth grade, and my mom's like, why are you getting a D in PE? And I was like, old man Martin's <laughs> when you start drawing cartoons of the head of Comedy Central yeah, Brooks no <laughs> and I just I forget right. and accidentally leave it at Comedy Central <laughs> me and uh, Mr. Roboto actually caught me uh, graffitiing on desks because I, I sat in the same spot as another student whose last name was Scanlon and he knew I sat there so he would write Sibley has like an ugly zit on his nose <laughs> and I would sit down and I'd write Scanlon's girlfriend's ugly or whatever and we would write back and forth to each other as like little messages and then Mr. Roboto came over. He's like, have you been writing this? And my name is all over it with the yeah. other kid that sits there. And I just went, absolutely not. <laughs> and then I was like, but I'm going to clean it up. <laughs> we had that good a citizen. One of, the, one of the shittier things we did was we there was a locker nobody used. And we decided to make it a garbage locker and just throw. We take our milk and throw our, just chuck our milk in there. I love kids. Uh, yeah. Of course you did. Why and wouldn't you? Milk, food. And it got to where it was decomposing. Badly, oh, so and like we would just walk past. <laughs> That's so disgusting. We'd like walk past it, look around, and then like open it up and wave the locker back and forth for a second. To, like and it would smell the hall up so badly, and everyone just be like, "Oh, what is that?" And we just be like, "I don't know." Uh, and then one day we saw a teacher wearing like a uh, medical mask with huge gloves, cleaning it out, just be like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> "I just you, hope like shaking her head the whole time, like these uh, fucking kids." I swear to God, why, why would you? do this <laughs> you did this to me there was another thing this they could talk this kid into doing anything and one uh kid his name is steve what this other kid brought in uh like a thing of black cats and was like steve light these and throw them in a locker and he was like okay <laughs> <laughs> and so he lit them and threw them in the locker and slammed the door and then a teacher walked right around the corner and we're just like uh, uh, and it just started going bah, 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 oh my god just going off in the locker like the loudest <laughs> thing ever and smoke's pouring out and like the teacher was trying just, to look nonchalant the teacher's just like what the fuck is going on oh it's very that's funny. such like bad kid stuff i never would have lit anything on fire oh oh lots of Nothing, stuff on fire. really I, in, wow. in school i never i mean that would be not, that would be going over school. the top yeah, am I, like we lit stuff on fire free time yeah stuff. yeah um okay tom we're gonna ask you a couple science questions uh god this is so no it's not it's not everybody thinks we're gonna ask them to do math no, no it's just your opinion here we go science questionnaire tom sibley starting question one okay who is your favorite scientist? Oh, um, oh, there's so many. It's hard to just pick one. Or think of one, apparently. Yeah, it's really hard to think of. Um, <laughs> good this is terrible. Good this is ter I know, this is the worst. I don't, I can't, I honestly can't think of a scientist right now. Just say Bill Nye. Just say Bill, Bill Nye the science Bill guy? Bill Nye the science guy. Okay, Bill Nye the science oh, guy. Oh, he's a great, he's a great one. All right, Is he dead? No, he's not dead. Are you sure he's not dead? I'm absolutely sure he's not dead. He just did the Nerdist podcast. Um, oh, okay. And it was awesome. This dude is like the smartest fucking guy. It's awesome. He's very cool. Uh, and he's funny as shit. I think he was like a comedian. Oh, was he? Yeah. You guys never saw him on Almost Live? No. I guess you guys are too young. How old are you, Tom? I'm 29. There was a show that was, uh, it was a Seattle-based show that was on Comedy Central. 
in the early 90s called Almost Live, and it had Bill Nye just doing sketch. It wasn't at all science-related. He was part of the group, and as was... Um, trying to think there's other guys who went on to do other things from it but simply like some things that are as iconic to me as snl in in the day or mr show just things that i can't get out of my head like there was this kind of dumb thing like a karate parody a kung fu movie parody where there was like a point of view shot where this guy would be mad at somebody and speak like really fast but with the badly dubbed over english Mm -hmm. then he would jump in the air at them and then you'd see the point of view of the camera feet flying in front of the camera and the feet would just fly around rooms and kick things and just that was awesome Uh, almost live it's probably on youtube all right least favorite scientist question two the hydron collider guys oh you don't like those i don't know what they're trying to do and i don't know what they're trying to mess with but i know there's black hole stuff involved and what if they succeed are you doing a real good ignorant guy impression right now i don't know what's going on with that science just leave it to god No, i'm not trying to be purposely ignorant is that even the right way to put it i just know that whatever they're trying to do could open up something that could be really scary i think that i don't that is the science moment with tom sibley (laughs) I to grow up. I want, I want to quote that. I don't know what they're trying to do, but I heard that it might turn out bad. <laughs> so guess what? Knock it off. But uh, what if they come up with something that opens up like a whole? I don't think they will, unless it's December. What day is the? What day is it? Is the world's twenty first? December twenty first of December. Yeah. I can't wait. I think I'm flying that day. All right. Then, I'm going to be in the air when it goes down, and then guess what? I'm landing on Earth, and I'm starting a new fucking. New Earth, new population. I thought you were going to say I'm starting a new podcast. <laughs> I'll start the stand. I'll, I'll I'll be the top of the stand up game. <laughs> uh, okay, but real quick, I forgot the other person. Joel McHale was on this sketch show. Oh, cool. Okay. With Bill oh, Nye. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that. All right, here we go. Next question. Favorite element. Um, bathroom. Favorite element, like... No, I'm saying your answer is the bathroom. <laughs> I was gone when they talked elements. Uh, I know Bam Margera skates for element, and I think Mike Vallely still does. So, good. Uh, Bam Margera. Yeah, Bam Margera is probably that's my favorite element. element. Okay, that's a good element. Um, all right, what is the other question? I don't have my computer today. What is my other questions that I have? Um, uh, best, ex- best experiment you were ever part of in gro- growing up in school? Uh, would biology... At all, yeah. Be a part of Just this? any experiment. Yeah. Okay. I. Uh, you mean one of the sciences? Yeah. yeah. Biology is a science. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess the all. Oh, you guys are making me feel so fucking stupid. <laughs> um, I uh, we dissected rats in uh, high school, and you were lucky. It was like you know the the king cake when you find the little baby or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In our case, it was if you had the pregnant rat. Um, and I got the pregnant rat and it was like it was a big day for me it was like I got it I got I'm the pregnant one and everyone cheered and like ran over and you kind of felt special for the day so that was my favorite I don't know if that's an experiment as much as it was a big moment for me I like the idea of like that wasn't school sanctioned the biology teacher just had caught a bunch of rats at their house (laughs) why are all the rats on glue traps before she takes them out she like checks the door (laughs) she's like we're gonna have some fun today (laughs) This one's still kicking. <laughs> uh, okay. Now everyone finish up and chuck it in that locker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, chuck it in the milk locker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or as you said, the milk locker. Milk. M-E-L-K. Milk. Wait, how do you say uh, a, a magical thing that God does? It's uh, a miracle. What's that? A miracle. A miracle or a miracle? A miracle. I don't know. What are you guys doing to me? Uh, 
I'm trying to make you feel dumb. I'm turning it around. I'm turning it back on you. No, here we go. Favorite Australian animal. There it is. There's one. Uh, the wallaby. Oh, good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah, uh, I'm a big wallaby fan. Oh, and do Australians make Uggs? Yes, they do. Yes, <laughs> they I'm do. a big fan of Uggs as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kangol hats because they have to be responsible for those. That must have been Australian. Yeah, LL Cool J did that. Oh, okay. When he was no, it was a joint venture between him and Samuel L. Jackson. They were like, we got to get some killer hats going. Um, were you? So Tom was at a party I was at last night. Were you there when I was talking about Deep Blue Sea? I got in a real drunk Deep Blue Sea oh, rant. No, I would love My to hear. My hat is like a shark's What fin. was your rant? Yeah. Uh, the deepest, the bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just talking about how uh, I don't even really remember. I was just going off on how it's a great American film. You got For the LL. listeners who haven't seen this movie, it's about bionic sh- or super engineered sharks. Smart sharks. Smart sharks. Yeah. Smart sharks that are bigger and stronger and smarter than regular sharks. And there's an underground, underwater base that's, that's designed to investigate them specifically? Or what but it the... gets rid of Alzheimer's. It's kind oh, of, yeah, 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 was, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. right. That was the point of making the sharks this way was to try to combat Alzheimer's. Yeah. But they get so big they can jump out of the water and eat Samuel L. Jackson. In After he does a huge, inspiring monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson gets eaten by a shark One of on the best dry scenes. whatever. I don't know what you would call it. Can you call that dry land or dry? Well, it's dry boat. Dry boat. It's one of those, uh, you know, one of those portals that goes into the water in a submarine that's just the water's kept at bay by the pressure of the air, but you can access the water from inside the thing. I know, but technically, he comes how would out you, of the thing and at, what would you call what? Dry, dry deck. I don't dry know. Dock? Dry dock. Dry dock. Dry dock. Did the shark? Didn't he like crane its he neck kinda, to it comes out and it turns a little? He's like, he t- took him entirely inside of him, and the shark comes right back down into the water. Right, he doesn't land on land. He somehow eats him yeah. and pops back into the water. I then. was a little. Ner- I went. Uh, I, I randomly. I wasn't here last week because I went to Hawaii for no reason. Uh-oh. Brooks is living the life, living doing the life. what I want to do. Um, it's actually Brooks great. is back, you guys. He's back. Uh, yeah, no, very much. I've got this new lease on life where I do whatever I want, and it's great. Uh, I decided, as opposed to before. As opposed to before where I sat around and was sad. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I want to go to Hawaii. And, it, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going tomorrow. And so me and this girl went to Hawaii last week. We decided Wednesday night and went Thursday morning. And uh, I went snorkeling for the first time, and it's fucking awesome. But, like, it's, it's in Hawaii, like... I don't know how I don't I don't know how to compare it to anything else, but there's like a spot where it, you can dive down like 20 feet. No, nah, probably not 20. There's no way I'm going down 20 feet, 15 <laughs> feet, and then uh, is a drop to like hundreds of feet into blackness. Like right over there's like a little shelf, and I'm just like, oh no, this is where the sharks come to eat me. And I was very like I was vigilant and swam backwards, like looking out for sharks. I was like, I'm gonna get fucking eaten by a shark. I know it. And I don't think the sharks are as bad a problem in Hawaii in general, are they? I don't, I don't think you hear a lot of attacks out there. I don't think I don't so. Know. I mean, uh, the water's just so clear. Like in California, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna see it coming. But there, I'm like, if I see it coming, it's gonna be awful. Yeah, it's almost worse than just having it be a surprise. Um, Did I talk about our killer whale sightings when I no last week? What? When we were in Canada, there were uh, um, we went out fishing one day. We got this fishing boat with the three of us, uh-huh. uh, and we were meant to be fishing. I, I caught, I was like technically I caught a fish, like I caught one salmon. But what it was, the guy like set up this rod over the side, and with with like this thing that springs off when it gets a bite, and then he goes, "We got one!" And then he starts reeling it in, and then he handed it to me for like the last bit, and I just turned away. But I you just caught before. a fish, what? you did. <laughs> so I feel like you know I, I caught a fish as much as like you know the hunters or whatever. Like, you know, the sherpa just drags you up the mountain. Yes. It was like nothing. I did. 
Um, but uh, but then suddenly there weren't any fish for ages, and we're like, ah, oh, this is shit. As far as fishing goes, mate. Uh, and then we realised, oh, it's because there's a hundred killer whales circling no around. It was fucking. It was way. amazing. There were, there were, there were at least thirty of them. Anyway, there were like thirty what? of these, like a full-on oh pod of these things. Um, How close were you? Well, they were in the distance at first. We were the only boat around as well. This is the thing. Like we were the only boat for miles. Yeah. Um. So we sort of. What part of Canada? Off of what? Um. Where was it? It was somewhere in BC. Uh, so I was like in the northern BC. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Saint Lawrence. No, Pacific. <laughs> um, Wait. British Columbia is on the uh, west coast. Never mind. Uh, but it's um. <laughs> Damn it! I hate sorry. when my geography skills get fucked. All right, continue. But yeah, we sort of went. We went towards them. We switched off the engine and uh, and just floated. And then they just started swimming towards us. And we, so we got there was one bit where like about three or four of them came right towards us. Sort of came out the water, then went down under a boat and came up the other side. Oh, amazing! So we got the whole thing on. Yeah, I got it like on my crappy camera phone. But uh, but. Uh, filled with water? David Crow had some like proper decent camera, so he's got this full like he's got a full wildlife documentary. Wow. If wildlife documentaries are full of a lot more swearing than they normally are, <laughs> so you're not, you're the not soundtrack just is just of... entirely all of us just going fuck <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was all like free willy style wonderment or if it's fear for your lives. Well, the, were, I mean, yeah. they were really like, we won't because the boat we were on was like a big boat, like it was you know pretty big sturdy things, yeah. but um, but they were close. It was really like they beautiful these. Yeah, uh, what 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 were you feeling? Because I mean, I I don't know what I would feel if I saw. I've never seen anything like that. Like before none of in my them life. came. None of them came up close. Like, like it was better than it, it. I've got friends who've gone whale watching and seen nothing as good as that. Like, yeah. No, that sounds incredible. I, I saw the, the most amazing thing I ever saw was I just saw in Hawaii is a red sand beach. Oh, dude, it's oh. like full like, red sand. It's awesome. It's like volcano. Vol- like it's uh really high in iron. Right, this one little beach. I saw the picture on Instagram. Yeah, Graham, the fuck out of Hawaii. Yes, you did. <laughs> you guys aren't following me on Instagram. Get in on that. All right, I love the Graham uh, to the point where I'm not even enjoying what's happening. <laughs> That's the not point of Instagram. Moment, yeah. so, uh, so, final question. Then, what's the uh, what's the biggest explosion? Oh, oh sorry. Last, last thing. Uh, on the plane ride back, the girl I was with, we got drunk on the plane and then uh, decided we were going to write a book called uh, um, Proper Grammaquette which is Instagram etiquette. We're going to sell it at Urban Outfitters and make billion dollars. So look no, for that. I, I, I only ask this because we already are using this as the name of a segment on the show I'm working on, but how did Instagrammer not occur to you? No, Grammaquette. But grammar is a thing about rules of how etiquette. things should be. No, etiquette. But like grammar is Proper etiquette. Inst- proper Instagrammaquette. Okay. It takes a lot of explanation, and his is pretty much dead. <laughs> it's sort of like it's sort of like calling it like Mr. Reinhold's court, like that, that Arrested Development thing. No, nope, you guys are wrong. <laughs> Instagram kit. Uh, it's right there. It's in not front confusing. Of you. I sent off an email immediately upon thinking about this. Without you know, when you're excited about a new joke before yeah. you tell it, and then yeah, yeah. T- like 15 minutes later, you're like, why did I tweet that? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and then I, I emailed my manager. I was like, I want to get in touch with whoever published those Harry Potter books because I'm pretty sure I got the next big thing here. And then when I landed, she's like, do you still want to talk about this instagram kit thing? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all right, sorry. Tom, back to where we were before. What's that? What's the largest explosion you've ever been a part of? The largest thing? I can, I can tell you what it is. Uh, we, me, my brother Chris, and our good friend Chris Malloy, when we were kids, we took a very large wine bottle out into the middle of a cul-de-sac, and we kept putting flowers in it. You Remember? passed it around and ended up smooching a little bit? No, no, no. <laughs> we spun it, was, it. We all just sucked. Each- Never mind. Um, 
It, it was. You remember flowers? The the firework. It was like the red firework you would light, and it would spin really fast and yeah. go in different colors uh-huh. and everything. We kept putting all those in this wine bottle and putting a lid on it, and nothing happened. So we started throwing rocks at it, and someone hit it just right, and it was a huge explosion, and we got hit with a lot of glass. <laughs> Chris Malloy got some uh, uh, glass in his thumb that he had to like get removed and Ooh, everything. Yeah. It was really exciting, though. It was a great... It was... Because uh, the sound... It w- I mean, visually, it wasn't all that exciting, but the sound was enormous. It echoed throughout the land. Isn't that... When you... I rem- I mean, when was this? Because I remember being in London and hearing that there was just suddenly... A- that was us. Ah. It was probably like 94. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yeah, that was it. That was us. It started the flood of 94. Yes. No, was it the flood of 93? I just remember the Mississippi River really flooded. It, it actually caused, it was the winter of 93. It oh. caused that huge storm. It was that time oh. all the birds suddenly flew away from America in one go. Yeah, yeah. We caused that whole thing with just a bottle of Cabernet and a bunch of... Uh, flowers. Flowers, yeah. You know when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing and you get hurt doing it and you have to think like... <laughs> Do I do I explain what happened or I just hide this injury from my parents? Like, yeah, you don't know. It's like very much a judgment call. Like, can I get away with limping for about a month, <laughs> or my mom won't? You see just try to explain to your mom. Mom, I have a bit of a wine bottle <laughs> embedded into my thumb. No big deal. I'm gonna go play some video games. How did that happen? Well, we were. Uh... <laughs> We stole some fireworks from a gas station, <laughs> and then we took them up to the cul-de-sac where you told us not to go. Uh, that's fun. Okay. Should we get into some science? Let's do it. What do you want to do first, guys? I don't know. Whatever. I haven't... You go I first. got something that'll terrify you, Brooks. Yeah, it's probably about snakes. It is. <laughs> science has created a robot snake. Oh, one last... Oh, fuck that. Come <laughs> on, guys. I was... Uh, when we were in Hawaii, we were tra- like we were just going through a lot. Of- we were just going everywhere. Like We rented mopeds and just blasted Wait, did around. you go to Hawaii recently? No, hold on. But there, okay. I'm going to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> this ties into robot snakes. <laughs> this ties into robot snakes. I wouldn't go in this grassy field area. I wouldn't go in it. Uh, and the girls with Perry was just like blasting through it. I was like, there's fucking snakes in there. <laughs> there's no way I'm going in there. I'm not going in there at all. And then that night, uh, I was explaining this to somebody else. I was like, yeah, she's just running around. She's going to get bit by a fucking snake. And they're like, there's no snakes in Hawaii. And I go, what? Is that true? It's yeah, very St. True. Patrick came over and he played a magical flute. Anyway, and then I'm yeah, it was his vacation. Hawaii. It was his one time to vacation. No snakes there. I love it. I'm on board with that. And then they're like, well, there's still these really dangerous, like, centipede things. I was like, that's not a snake. That's fine. <laughs> as long as it's got little legs, we're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the opposite of a snake? Lots of legs? I like that. What if you just tape some fake legs onto a snake? Does that make you think it's cute? Like, oh, that's not I so mean, bad. Uh, I just don't like those fangs they got. <laughs> the fangs is the thing. I know a very interesting fact about Hawaii, but I don't know how science-related it is, that most of the prostitutes in Hawaii, which there are a lot of, are uh, in some level of transitioning from male to female. They're transsexuals. That was a HBO documentary taught me that. Or Tom oh, Sibley went to Hawaii man. once and was like, <laughs> and had be, myself a ball. Be careful. I mean, I'd already paid, so I went along, <laughs> but I just didn't know about it. All right. Did so some field research. A there. bio snake. Uh, Howie Chosit is a roboticist, but his team's creations bear little resemblance to C-3PO or R2-D2. Instead, Chosit finds inspiration in nature, specifically snakes... Fuck this guy. <laughs> he doesn't like the fact that a lot of people think robots have to be modeled after people, but um, he thinks the animal kingdom is full of organisms that use different types of locomotion that would be interesting to model. I think, in robot I think form. robots should always try to look as much as possible like a butler. 
Oh yeah, well this is a snake butler. I mean, it is wearing okay. a snake tuxedo. <laughs> but <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if your robot doesn't look like the robot in Rocky Four, then it's not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically uh, uh, um, Twinkie, Tweaky from uh, Buck Rogers. Wasn't that basically what that robot butler was from Rocky Four? I don't 4? know. It just was Rocky like- Three. Buck Rogers, before anybody hears time. Before my time, even, too. Okay, anyway, so this guy built this pretty awesome uh, robotic snake. I can, I can post the video on our, um, on our Tumblr. We could. We won't. Probably won't. No, I will. I will. Um, and it, it has a bunch of different ways that it can move. It can crawl um, the way a snake does along the ground in like a wave-like pattern. It can squeeze through tight spaces. It can climb up a tree in a way that I'm not sure that snakes do. It climbs by wrapping itself around the tree, and then its whole body rolls. So I don't think snakes climb trees that way, but it's still pretty awesome. Can, so it, that, can it also tempt a robot oh first man to eat a robot apple? <laughs> it can also do that. It can also do that. Um, and if you're wondering why you why would a person build a snake robot, uh, it would be good for rescue operations. He hopes one day it could be used to help rescue workers find victims in collapsed buildings. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? So I'm stuck in a collapsed building, <laughs> and then <laughs> a, a robot snake pops through a corner like oh (laughs) literally i I thought this is the worst it could get and now snakes are coming in all its gears make it sound yeah yeah Uh, why did they even bother building a snake with a bifurcated tongue why did they have to give it fangs it it has a little speaker in it that keeps saying get ready to die (laughs) and they can't do anything about it Uh, we just can't turn off that speaker it's the default sound Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> do we do we have to put poison in it? Yes, it is yeah. modeled on nature. Why does it have to? <laughs> and for those of you listening at home, I watched a video of it, and it honestly looks like a bunch of Rubik's cubes <laughs> glued together that are just wiggling up a tree. I like I like this idea. Like somebody, let's here, rescue him. Release really snakes on the ground. Oh my god! Doing its thing. Uh, I- like, Ew! It looks like one of those toys they have at the mall that they just put on the floor from those stands. <laughs> and then like an Armenian guy comes up to you and he's like, "Check it out, huh? I, For I, your I, son." I do like at the mall how sometimes the dude is just like flying a, a plane <laughs> yeah. around. I was oh, like, yeah, "Listen, yeah, man, yeah. there's a are just whipping a, a boomerang in the yeah. middle of the mall, <laughs> yeah. and they're so absent-minded about. It. They're just like, yeah, it's the thing I saw. <laughs> this is a boomerang.' <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, don't there's there's little babies around there's, here. There's a shut up. I'm pretty good at the boomerang. <laughs> My girlfriend. It's coming soon. There's I got a smoke even, break. Even better version of that. I was at this this black market on the streets of China when I was there for for a job. Oh, I used to have. About yeah, it. I know. Jesus, oh, just brand slide brand that brand in. Brand hey, um, I don't think I was allowed- in Glendale yesterday. I used so. to have a job. I don't think you're allowed to call them black markets anymore. Wait, oh, really? That's no, this black market doesn't refer to an actual market. It's just a street market. You had all kinds of. There's like, a lot of African Americans working there tr- in China. Andy. Not a one. Rude. <laughs> um, but there were tons of you know bootleg, uh, off-brand versions of like you know, handbags and shit. Oh, so but it was also- like a Chinese shop. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, there was also numerous guys selling laser pointers who were getting your attention by shining a laser in your eye as you walked by. As if you'd be like, oh, I'm blinded in one eye. How much do those cost? That's a good laser. You know, I haven't seen a five-sided Rubik's Cube. <laughs> uh, I was once chased by a laser pointer when I was in a, in a small neighborhood in New Jersey, and it was terrifying. Like the laser pointer. It was at nighttime. I was walking along and just I kept getting hit from laser by laser pointers from a house that I could. Multiple laser pointers. Yeah, like one would hit me and then the other. It was some kids that had some very elaborate scheme going, but for (laughs) a young guy, I was terrified. Um, That's illegal to do. To uh, there was some guy in West Hollywood was arrested for shining his laser at a police helicopter. Right. Oh Jesus. Yeah, there was somewhere in England where they were shining it at a planes coming in to land in one of the London airports as well. 
Um, it's a I got, felony, I think. I got in, yeah, because you you could kill a lot of people. Coming, like, yeah, but, it's like it makes sense. It should, it should be a felony. Be, blinding a, a pilot. Having a, I, I, <laughs> that's just, that's just, good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> what if the pilot was like, "Oh, it's a laser point. Oh, that's great. These kids, they <laughs> oh, got the they best are, toys. They are fun. Fun. <laughs> Sorry about the dead people in the back of my plane. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many dead mothers on this plane. Um, I, uh, that's horrible. I work. Them, I work with like the, the great. Like we at my job have fucking awesome laser pointers. Like two hundred fifty dollar laser pointers that we use for testing but like I took it out and it like goes I go I it's amazing that's all I'm saying um, I, I, I got a fucking sick laser pointer bro I got into an argument at Glendale at the Glendale Mall at the Glen, Glendale Galleria two days ago with a guy selling those, those um it, it was those power balance bands but it was a different brand but it was those same oh, ones oh don't you're not gonna try to talk logic into one of those magic no he's but selling was, magic beans essentially but I, I got into <laughs> such a big argument because he, he did the, like the balance test where you stand up with your oh. hands open and you stand on one leg and the way it works by the way if you ever see one of these things uh, what, what happens is they put they, they you stand on one leg uh, and they push your arm down on the side that the leg is lifted and you topple and then they put the band on you and you stay still when they push down but the, the trick is you just push slightly down you push down and slightly away from the body the first time and down and slightly towards the body the second time oh. so then I got into this whole thing of like kind of like okay well I'm, go- I'm gonna I'm gonna put the thing in my pocket and then take my hand out and you won't know whether it's in there or not and now try and push me over and let me know oh. so- and, and then and then I and I stayed still. I went. Ah, I don't have it on. And he went. Yeah, but it's in your pocket, so it's still in your person. So then I was with my friends. So I started like like I, I it got so involved where I was like, I, I was like going, like putting my hand in her, in her pocket, like in her coat pocket, and either leaving the band there or not. Uh, and he kept looking at the hands. I was like, stop looking at the hands and try and look. <laughs> and then I did it to him. And then without the thing, he and it, and it worked on it. Like he toppled over. And then we realized that he was still wearing one of his bands as well. It, was just, it just went on for so long. All we're finding out here is Matt is not yeah. a busy guy. <laughs> I'm not a busy guy. It's <laughs> a free time. I love that. Well, and then the police was, got involved. Matt, Matt what, are you, what are you doing today? I was going to go to the mall and argue with some <laughs> tradesmen. <laughs> I like to fight with kiosks. I just like to let's tilt that I'm going to prove someone wrong at the mall. I'll be back. <laughs> I didn't uh, realize that they were doing such great, like, carnival-style bullshittery. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's though. how it works. And But the power balance guys themselves have actually had to... Um, they've had to put a disclaimer on their website saying this is in no way backed up by science. Like, they've been... Because someone took them to the... Uh, yeah, why would the Trace Description Act. I don't know what the equivalent is in America. But you, Better Business Bureau. That's, I think I that's it. Can yeah. you explain exactly what you're talking about? What are these things? Okay, these things, they're all over the place, and you'll see athletes wearing them quite often because they've got various Because they're the smartest, because they're, they're better yeah. than us, and they're intelligent. So they know what, the these, what these are, are these thin, they're thin rubber bands, and in the middle, there's like a little hologram sticker. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's, and, and it's full that of like... That tells you whether you're an Autobot or Decepticon. If you exactly. Them, <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they claim that the hologram is like... They use things like, words Mag- like harmonically balanced and blah, blah, blah. blah. Oh, uh, but God. It, what it, and it, then they claim that this thing increases your balance, increases your stamina and whatever. And it's just... It's, it's basically... It's a rubber band with a sticker on it. <laughs> like yeah. It's just... Okay. It's so. utter shit. I, I just realized this... Matt and Andy shaved their mustaches. Matt, November is over. Matt, it's hey Matt, December. what did, to shave yours? Did you just rub it with a wet cloth <laughs> 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 and it just came off? 
Is that what happened? Is that not how you're meant to shave? Oh, no, it's not he how you're meant to shave. He just shook his head vigorously. Yeah. 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 I shaved like, or a, did a like cr- Ripley did. Or did a in, moderate breeze blow it off? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show you my hand. I'll show you a picture um, of my final mustache. All right. I'm it was sorry. well worth it, though. How much did you raise, man? I raised, I, can't, I think my total was, it was something like, Mine was in pounds because I had a UK site, so it was like two hundred and twenty-five pounds, which so is like about fifty American, three hundred and fifty dollars or something. Three hundred and fifty dollars, grand American, barely, wow. barely edging out me with fifteen dollars. Right. Oh. So has TJ matched that? <laughs> oh, that's right. It'd be thirty once TJ. There, matches there's that. my final. Yeah. So in pounds, that was really good. How much would that be? Pounds, that was a, it's a negative number. Yeah, pounds, actually. You owe the I owe the euros cancer, to the British government. Cancer one, cancer yeah. one. In this case, <laughs> it was the, well worth a month of having an awful mustache. Fifteen. Dollars for charity. My my final. Oh my god! My final, <laughs> it really um, did come in well. Yours came in better than mine did. You look I like Lady Gaga at the, the video awards. I got sh- went as a guy. Oh, there we go. I don't know why. I said, I'm sorry. All right, here we go. Right. Next science topic. Yeah, this one's for- pretty cool. Um, this is just about how they think that uh, a lot of um, moons in the solar system are spawned off of rings that are around. The planet, like they think Earth might have had rings that became our moon. Uh, Sweet. uh, Many of the moons in the solar system could have been spawned from giant rings around planets. Uh, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and even the Earth may have once had ring systems that gave rise to satellites. We used to think that moons form around planets in the same way as planets form around stars, coalescing from gas, uh, gaseous disk that surrounded the planet as, it's, as it formed. The model still applies to some moons, like those of Jupiter, but Saturn's moons follow a, pecu- a peculiar pattern. Their orbits bunch near the edge of the rings, and the moons get more spread out and more massive as they get further away. Uh... The theory says that such rings do not remain static. The constituent, constituent fragments that lie near the inner planetary side of the ring c- should constantly exchange angular momentum with fragments further out. This means that the inner fragments lose energy and fall towards Saturn, while the outer ones gain energy and, ret- and retreat from the planet. Uh, when enough material is left in the rings, a second moon would grow where the first moon formed. I'm skipping around in this fucking thing. It doesn't make any wait, sense. Wait, some of the stuff is too close, so, crashes into the planet. Some of the stuff that's too far away flies away from it. How does that make planets okay, let me finish, form? Okay, let me finish this. Um, <laughs> some dude at the observatory of Côte d'Azur in Nice, France, and another oh, dude good. at the Denise de Trout University in Paris have now run simulations. Denise de Trout? Whatever. <laughs> they showed that the material leaving the outer edge of the ring would would pool into a small moon, which would then gradually migrate away from the planet. When enough material is left in the rings, a second moon would grow where the first moon formed. This moon, too, would gradually move away, allowing a third moon to grow, and so on. The earlier moons would probably be larger because they had a bigger ring to draw material from than the later moons. These early moons also have more time to collide with each other, fusing into larger satellites. We see that Saturn's moon. We see that for Saturn's moon. This theory fits quite well. So this is like a moon. Rings are like a moon factory. They just can keep churning out moons. And it, moon, as everything moon, coalesces moon, to form a moon. new moon, then it, then it gets enough momentum to sort of escape. Yeah, to where to like to escape um, the orbit and it to where floats it's out like slowly. Yeah, like getting thrown out well, a little. Well, bit. you know what this means. That the Earth liked the idea of a moon so much, it put a ring on it. <laughs> oh, Tom, come back. Tom, we're not done with the podcast. Where are you going? He's, he's, he's on his motorcycle. Oh, wow. He's already on the motorcycle. <laughs> oh, man. It was just a, it was a hot girl pulled up on a motorcycle. Tom jumped on the back, and they just, wow, what a guy. It was great having him. Wasn't it fun having Tom on the podcast? <laughs> I'll, oh, tell you this, hey, Tom's I'll tell you this much. I hate the guy. 
He's the worst. The worst. Yeah. He's got that face. He is the worst. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to do that Werner Herzog impression, I, I, this, this, you're really good at This it. episode, uh, by the way, is brought to you by Werner's Herzog, which is a, a ginger soda that also makes <laughs> documentary films. Tim, sometimes Timothy gets in the way of the beauty <laughs> that is Alaska. Timothy names the bears. This one's name is Billy. <laughs> And this is Timothy's friend. This uh, one has the name Woody, which is the name of the character on Cheers. <laughs> Timothy Treadwell narrowly missed uh, portraying. You do not. All right, I'm done with that. It's very funny to do, and I like doing it a lot. Uh, Matt, okay, hold on. Favorite, uh, fav- mm, I don't know, mm, favorite planet. We haven't done this in a while. Tom, go for it. Uh, it's got to be Mercury. Oh, something about a Mercury man. If yeah. I had money, I'd tell you what I'd do. Well, I'd you go see, downtown, my... Mercury are too crazy about Mercury. This is how Sad I... Sad things about Mercury. <laughs> if I had Mercury, I'd drive it up and down the road. That's an Alan Jackson How did you guys... Uh... Actually, I have a question I could turn around to you guys. How did you learn the planets? I learned the planets by this. My very educated mother just serves us Neapolitan pizza. That sounds great. Mercury... No, we, my very Venus, Venus Earth, uh, Earth Mars. Mars. Yeah, and you can go from there. Mine was similar. My very earnest mother just served us nine pizzas. Oh, is, nice. Or there's also my very easy method, just set up nine planets, which is the most intuitive of all of them. We should use that one. But, uh, you know, but it doesn't mention pizza. And there's no pizza. <laughs> there's no mention of pizza. I don't know how a kid's supposed to remember. <laughs> you know what's awful? I never... Learned it. Still couldn't tell you. Still get like Uranus and Neptune confused. I uh, <laughs> fucking. What did scientist. you guys? Did you have anything over overseas? No, I think it was. I think it was my, those two. I remember. I remember the my very easy method. Yeah. Uh, but uh, here's here's some topical. I news wish it was that, something super English, like I my know. very easy porridge is a treat <laughs> in the orphanage. Nifty. <laughs> Pomegranates. <laughs> you know what? We just bloody learnt it. Oh, <laughs> we just memorized it until Americans our stopped need to associate us. stuff with pizza. <laughs> you didn't know anything. the planets that America came over, bailed you out. <laughs> All right, my grandfather taught your grandfather the planets. Tony Blair. Um, so, by, by the way, Tom, how did you learn that? Was that just like were the bathroom walls like thin enough that sometimes, yeah, <laughs> some information would someone would just poke their head and be like, "Hey, Sibley, guess what? My very educated mother just serves this Neapolitan pizza." She did, and like three years later, you learned that had something to do with the planets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I good. Wanna, I got to go to your I house for some yeah. pizza." I'm not going to eat in the bathroom, dude. Why are you telling me? So, like ice that? cream? Pizza? I ate in the bathroom. <laughs> I guess I used to sneak bags of Doritos into the bathroom and eat them in the stalls. I'll we would do that. We would do. Uh, Most af- people weren't allowed to do that, but you had like special. I did, I did. I even had one of those keys to open up the toilet paper dispensers, just to make sure everything was working. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt, do you uh, have another well, topic? I've got, a, I've got one that's actually pertinent to your favorite planet. Um, this is some news, it's quite a big news, actually. Scientists have uh, finally shown what's been uh, postulated for decades. Um, Mercury holds billions of tons of water ice at its North Pole. Uh, what? Which is huge, right? That's, uh, when did this happen? This just came out? This is just, yeah. Um, Why is this not uh, front page? I don't know, but a report in Science shows evidence from the Messenger spacecraft that craters in, in constant shadow host water. Um, and a further pair of science papers show that much of the ice is beneath an insulating layer of dark material rich in organic and volatile material molecules, uh, which may explain how these ingredients first arrived on Earth. That's so, why I love Mercury, man. So, they're, they're frozen water. Messenger is the, fir- is the first spacecraft to orbit Mercury, and it, arri- it arrived in March t- uh, 2011, and has been feeding back the best images of the planet that science has ever seen. 
The principal evidence from water, according to this BBC article, comes from the craft's neutron spectrometer, which can detect the subatomic particle neutrons as they stream from Mercury. Uh, so these neutrons, they get generated when cosmic rays hit a planet. Uh, the neutrons get given off. Um, hydrogen is the best absorber of neutrons, so a neutron spectrometer looks for the signature of hydrogen near the surface by looking for a de- decrease in the amount of neutrons coming from the planet. And the dip in neutron count showed vast amounts of hydrogen in specific places at the planet's pole, which are consistent with deposits of water. Then they did further measurements uh, using a laser looking for reflections, which show that most, a lot of the ice is covered with a layer of dark materials uh, tens of centimetres thick. Uh, and the guess is... So Why when you just say inches thick? <laughs> tens of centimetres. Tens of centimetres. Meter, uh, a metre thick? Tens well, of centimetres? Well, tens that, of centimetres is about a foot. Like a, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not... You're forgiven a for using the correct scientific units to describe things. Go ahead. <laughs> so they, get, they guess that both the water and the can dark material... Can you relate this back to pizza? Yes, I can. I can in a second. They guess that both the water and the dark material, which they think is organic-rich material, just like pizza... <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> were delivered. Pizza's delivered. Yes. Pizza. So they were delivered by the same objects impacting Mercury, some mixture of comets, comets of the kind of asteroids that are rich in organic and volatile material like water ice. Or so pizza. basically, these, these, these comets are like the pizza delivery guys rocking up on Earth. Uh, with the organic theory, material, is there a theory that, that water on Earth originated that same, through comets? Or, uh, or? I don't. Uh, some that couldn't be true, right? These are very common objects in the solar system. Blah blah blah. Um, also, bigger question. I guess I didn't know this. I thought, and maybe this is going to be the dumbest thing I've ever said, but I thought we hadn't found water anywhere. Uh, besides Earth, well, yet apparently is we that, have. This no, is no, the first they, time. I think they not? find. Some, I think they found I ice they found, on Mars yeah. on the poles of Mars. Oh, okay. I, I remember I'm that. just wrong. Then I'm yeah. sorry. I thought that was a thing that we hadn't yet. Uh, so, uh, but also, how can they? they and also, whatever planet the uh, TLC's waterfalls video was filmed on. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> What's, what's weird about the ice that we found on Mars is it was in uh, a tumbler of an alien drinking something. We're like, oh, wow, there's ice on Mars. Uh, and the alien's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys want to check it out? It's really cool. Yeah, check out I'm going to go back to my ship. <laughs> okay. And then we're just like, ice found on Mars. It's just one that of those, could be a sign of life. Yeah. <laughs> one of those giant hotel ice machines you just push them out. <laughs> and also we found uh, shoe polishers on Mercury. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. There's, there's a giant do not disturb sign. I don't know what that means. Um, so wait, so how do they, they, they only found the water because they found evidence of hydrogen. Hydrogen? Is that what it was? Because yeah, how could found, it not have been just hydrogen that they were? Uh, I, well, hydrogen wouldn't be in in solid form. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it was solid. It was giving off some. Okay. But yeah, because I don't think it's cold enough. Because it, yeah, obviously it's not cold enough yeah, yeah. for uh, mercury for ice to be. But I don't know. I don't know. It looks like it's whatever the uh, whatever the expected uh, spectrum of neutrons that have gone through a lot of water, a lot of ice. I'm willing to just trust these guys. Take them at their word that there's yeah, ice up there. There's no reason that they would be. Uh, Bullshitting us, I hope. See if I can find the actual I, I science am a paper. Very ignorant American or whatever, and, and this is just not. I want an alien. I want them to discover either a bug or something. Water is just an ice, just not good enough not for me. I'm sorry. It's just not ringing any bells for me. I think I only got excited because I thought it was the first of something, and then when I hear that there's other ice out there, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember hearing about the Mars ice. How a did while I miss? Ago. Okay. No, because it's just fucking... Oh, excuse my language. It's just ice. It's just... But it's still kind of cool. It's uh. still a little bit cool. So I googled... I just went to CNN because I thought maybe this was a bigger story to be like on the cover. But front page, there is a story about a uh, an evangelical 
who um, decided to live as gay for a year. Now we're talking. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, if we're talking about evangelicals and science, uh, Pat Robertson finally admitted that the Earth is more than 6,000 years old this week. Really? really? Which is yeah, which is quite a big step for him. And he and he specifically said, if we reject science, if we continue to reject science, we're going to drive away our children. That's actually that's that's good. remarkably that's, progressive. Yeah, for that's unbelievably yeah. awful as Pat Robertson. That's that's actually that's pretty big news. That's bigger it's, than the ice. It is big news, <laughs> but then again, it sort of negates. I mean, if you're allowed to just yeah, I mean, he's still saying that gays cause hurricanes. <laughs> right? Oh yeah, still, yeah, like, yeah. It calls into question if you're able to just. This is right. What he's saying now is correct. What he was saying before was not correct, but he was advocating that for a long time. So if he can just do a 180 on that so quickly, doesn't that kind of undermine anything else that he has been preaching? Because maybe he'll just have a change of... With any luck, yeah. Yeah, but then like, why would you listen to anything he says if he's willing to concede such a big thing as that? They gotta hold on to something. I'm starting to think this guy's full of shit, you guys. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if Pat Robertson knows what he's talking about. I'm not sure. What do you guys? Uh, so actually, this I could tie this into something. I could segue this. Tom, from what I understand, you don't you don't enjoy drinking. No, no, I don't drink. Is that true? That's the thing. Well, it's because he enjoyed it too much. Yeah, it's because I enjoyed drinking. <laughs> he quite really a bit. enjoys drinking. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in 288 days. Congratulations! Thank you very yeah, much. Awesome. Oh, so it's yeah. fresh. I didn't. I thought you just always had it. No, no, no. This was uh, shortly after I moved to L.A. Right. Dude, and that's, Tom- again, generally a sign of someone who really did once enjoy drinking, if they can pinpoint to the day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom met me at the, the saddest I've ever been. Uh, the day that uh, my ex-girlfriend broke up with me, Like that she's <clears> like, I'm moving out, I'm leaving. And I was like, okay. And then 10 minutes later, I, I left to go do a show. Yeah. Like walked to the show. I was at a show. I was backstage. Brooks comes in with a skateboard and a bag full of beer, and he's like, "My girlfriend just broke up with me." I was like, "All right, buddy. Okay, take it easy. Take it easy." Because <laughs> I've been there. Because I had an engagement that broke up, and I had to be very aware of the drinking at the right after, just because I didn't want to like go nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just very like. <sighs> and then I went on and tried to do a set, and then I couldn't oh. at all. You were fine. You did fine. Well, I just read. I read some stuff. I, I pulled. Uh, I, I brought uh, this email chain I've, I have where I fuck with a woman. Uh, that, that was really funny. That did super, really well. Yeah. It's super funny, but you don't have to think. You just read it. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Tom has seen Brooks very sad. Yeah, before. I have. And uh, Brooks has seen Tom not drinking, yeah. um, which is not what these uh, fly larvae are doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, segue. Uh, it turns out that fly larvae fed on alcohol-spiked food for a period of days grow dependent on those spirits for learning. That so makes sense. The, it, it does. It's <laughs> like they, the so these flies are only good at karaoke when they're drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you, oh, my God. You know what I read recently? This is old news, uh, but you guys might have heard it, but Steven Tyler one time was at this karaoke bar. <laughs> In uh, Palm Springs, and these people, I already like this story. Yeah, these people got booed off for singing for uh, they were singing an Aerosmith song. They didn't uh, know Stephen. Well, they might have known. I don't know, but he went up. They got booed off. He went up and rescued and sang that Aerosmith that's song, karaoke the fuck out of it. <laughs> also, this is right. Then a few days later, he's at a Home Depot out, out <laughs> in like uh, Southern California somewhere, and uh, goes over to the fucking PA system and just. Blasting into dude looks like a lady <laughs> and sang three he sang three fucking Aerosmith songs over the loudspeaker at a Home Depot uh, then signed autographs for three hours and then 45 minutes after that he was immediately checked into rehab <laughs> for sex addiction 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I got really excited. That's either awesome or the most egotistical thing I've ever heard. I think it's life. awesome. I don't know which. Uh, is. No, it's awesome. Yeah. Nobody's upset. It's not like it's not like Christina Aguilera did that. Yeah. Everybody has is is excited to see Steven Tyler sing a song. It's Aerosmith. They're fucking from the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly if he didn't actually know he wasn't at a gig. Yeah. <laughs> just... I, I'm MTV once had a show where they were following the Foo Fighters on tour, and it was Dave Grohl and the drummer of Foo Fighters and the drummer Taylor of Red Hawkins. Taylor Hawkins. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and they were, they were walking down the this, this street, and the guy was singing that song, Hero. In a, in a karaoke bar, so Dave Grohl went in. They followed him with the camera, and he's like, "Let me show you how this song is really done." <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And they sang, and they bought everyone at the bar beers and everything. And then they cut to the next day with Dave Grohl so terribly hungover on the tour bus that they had to cancel that night's show. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm sorry, it's just I have diarrhea coming out of me from all angles, and I just can't do the show tonight, guys." Dude, oh, I've heard Dave Grohl's the shit. Speaking yeah, he's of really speaking cool. of drunk. Uh, Foo Fighter Fly Larvae. Um, this this report is right up your alley, Brooks. This dude's name is Brooks Robinson. Hey! What? Your, your buddy. Brother, uh, at I'm the actually, University of Texas Well, I'm named after a baseball player named Brooks Robinson, and there's a comedian in uh, Minneapolis named Brooks Robinson. Wow. Maybe this is all the same. Is that they also, but seriously, uh, I'm named after uh, Baltimore Orioles third baseman Brooks Robinson, like wow. 17 Golden Gloves, greatest third baseman of all time. Uh, I'm bragging a little bit. Greater than Mike Schmidt? Yeah, better than Mike Schmidt. Look it wow. up. No one's better than Mike Schmidt. Uh, Brooks Robinson is, and George Brett. So, fuck you. I was named after Tom Selleck. Like, legitimately. I like, like my, I really like to... Uh, when, <laughs> yeah, my mom had his headshot hanging up in the laundry room and everything when I was a kid. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I like, and your dad was okay with this? My dad had a mustache. Oh, fuck. That he was forced to grow <laughs> by my uh, mom. <laughs> and then also your mom was just always calling him Tom Selleck. Yeah. Like, I don't and know. just would sometimes just actually take his headshot and put it over your dad's face. Yeah, <laughs> and why they would fuck in front of us, which was very strange um, as kids. Whenever anybody visits out here, I point at the Griffith Observatory and go, that's Burt Reynolds' house. <laughs> 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 and like it's like they don't know they don't know and they're like well, really that is a big house I'm like yeah absolutely that is Bert. I'm gonna Boy, do that a lot I'm of sorry I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna totally take that from I you. hope so badly one person that I do this to honestly tries to brag and tell someone else that you know Burt Reynolds lives yeah, there they, they call it the house that Smokey the Bandit built yep. do you know That's what I do one. anytime someone comes to LA they're always when I give them a tour they're always surprised to find out how many bars River Phoenix died in front of uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it I always well they kept dragging the body around yeah sunset. it was horrible <laughs> they're like he died in front of a buffalo wild wings so i'm like yeah yeah it's really messed yeah it was up. owned by johnny depp uh, <laughs> chipotle i, I love uh, i really they like, serve beers there yeah he just went nuts i really like pointing at like when i'm eating outside like pointing at like an old lady walking by I go oh great here comes my ex act, just act oh that's always just fun act. and then when they walk past i'll just yell at him act like what we had was nothing <laughs> just go get him <laughs> Or point it like if it's a really old guy, I go. Oh, this is my best friend growing up. Mark, this has been forever. What is going on? And then he's really confused. I'm just like, no, you and me, we used to get babysat together. Uh, okay, sorry, Andy. Oh, anyhow, so your buddy Brooks Robinson at University of Texas at Austin uh, conducted this study that was published in. Um, current biology a couple days ago uh the report provides evidence that the very human experience of alcoholism can be explored in part with studies conducted in fruit flies and other animals and brooks said our evidence supports the long ago proposed idea that functional ethanol tolerance is produced by adaptations that counter the effects of ethanol 
and that these adaptations help the nervous system function more normally when eth- ethanol. ethanol. Why am I, I saying e- ethanol? Why am I saying e- ethanol? I was, I was about to ask that. I was I like, is this another is American pronunciation? No. E- e- I thought you knew something I didn't know. I was yeah. like, I've been saying ethanol all this time. I, I thought this is going to be this one's right. Yeah, I pick up the story and start saying ethanol, and they're like, ethanol? Is that you drinking your la-di-da tea parties? I have no idea why I said ethanol. But they were saying that... Basically, that all kinds of animals can adapt to ethanol, such that the nervous system functions more normally when ethanol is present. So basically, these they got these fly larvae to be alcoholics. Um, Jesus. Yeah, they they found that alcohol consumption at a level equivalent to mild intoxic- intoxication in humans at first impeded learning by fly larvae. Uh, more specifically, those larvae had some trouble in associating an unpleasant heat pulse with an otherwise attractive odor in comparison to larvae that did not have alcohol forced down their larvae gullets. Um, after a six-day drinking binge, however, these larvae adapted and could learn as well as normal larvae could. In fact, the alcohol-adapted animals learned poorly when their ethanol was taken away from them, and then when the alcohol was given back, their learning deficit was erased. This is going to give every idiot a reason to be like, man, I heard about larvae, <laughs> so I can drink as much as I want. It'll well, just no, make me smarter. But it didn't make them smarter. It made them dumber at first, then eventually their body got used to it, and they got they were back to being as smart as they were before. So yeah. they just got yeah. back to the same and level. Then, also, then they take away the booze, and the larvae get dumb again. And then also, when the larvae had their dinner uh, burnt, they would get so upset and uh, beat their yeah. larvae wives. Uh, <laughs> it's also terrible. Problem. This yeah. is terrible. A vicious cycle, and then their kids do the same. I think this, uh, yeah, this this isn't an argument for drinking, but it is an argument for if you're a regular drinker, drink driving. Yeah, because if you stop, you're going to forget which button does which. Like, wow, what what is that? I can only drive drunk now. I can already. (laughs) I've learned now. I've become accustomed. Have you guys heard this dumb ass thing that friends of mine in college would say, which is, uh, so you could either study, you could study stoned and take the test stone. Or you can study sober and take the test sober, but you can't study stone and take the test sober, or study sober and take the test stone. But as long as you're stone when you study it, then if you're stone when you take the yeah, test, be, you'll, yeah, remember you'll remember it. everything. I don't think any science supports that. But yeah, they're, they're forgetting, like, thinking that but being a lot stone of great makes you step too. into another dimension. <laughs> yeah, the place where you put your cheat sheet or something. Yeah, I think this part of my brain that I stored all these. Uh, the, the fundamental theorem of calculus sits in the part of the brain I can only access <laughs> once, I've, once yeah. I've hit the bowl. Um, so yeah, don't do that. Don't drink, everybody, except if you want to, because it's fun for some of us. Uh, but know your limits. It's fun uh, for everybody. It's pretty fun. It's just it gets too fun. Oh, it was really fun last week. Um, I got pretty drunk in uh, in Vegas. My parents and I went to Vegas for um, Thanksgiving for the first time. Really? Yeah, my parents had never been to Las Vegas before. It was pretty fun, but it was crazy because they'd never. They, they'd never seen it, and it's like I almost feel like I, it was my job to apologize on behalf of Las Vegas. Because I'm like, I know how ridiculous this is, and then I'm imagining seeing it through someone's eyes that hasn't seen it before. And I was like, oh, yeah, this this is kind of over the top. The more impressive thing was that we did um, uh, Cirque du Soleil on Friday night. Ah! That was a good time. That's Like, always... you watched it or you partook? We took a class, <laughs> and they, they let us go up into the trapeze. You all of, wore yoga pants and just figured it out. Yep, yep. It was a good time. Hello. That's cool. That I yeah. I did wonder why you why you entered this podcast as part of a human pyramid <laughs> on a trapeze. But it's kind of I just assume like that's alcohol. how you guys started every podcast. No, so yeah, that's not part just, of it. I, I just learned no, last yeah. weekend. And now I probably I, like sh- I should have asked. Show I, off that. Uh, and that believe- guy over there that's been doing backflips the whole time is he? Oh, so <laughs> he's that's just here. he's that, just he's here. here. Yeah, that has yeah. nothing to do with. Okay, all right. That's Bilbo. Yep, he just lives out back, does backflips. 
Named after a hobbit. He keeps puking, though, which is gross. You'd think after all his flips, he'd be used to it. He'd develop a tolerance. <laughs> you gotta have a, a set point that you yeah. look at every time. Yeah, you can yeah, either yeah. do Cirque du Soleil sober, but train sober. <laughs> 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 You gotta be you gotta be exactly as stoned at the circus as you were in practice. Right. Otherwise, right, right. otherwise you're gonna drop. I saw the Beatles love when oh, I was in Vegas one time, but I was like extremely hungover. You know when you're hungover, you're like uh, emotionally fragile. Yeah. Like uh, little things will set you off. I started bawling <laughs> at Beatles love, I and bet my that girlfriend awesome, at the time man. was like, "What? Are you crying?" I go, "It's so." Beautiful. It's so great. <laughs> Everything is so great. You know what? Real talk. True confession. Never been to. Never been to Las Vegas. You don't need to go. It sounds like you have uh, addiction problems. I do. So <laughs> yeah. That's why I've been staying away. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I but I would love to go see the shows. Okay. I, I Vegas go. is Vegas is fun to visit. I I did a week of shows in Vegas though once, and like middling at the Riviera, and it was the most. Miserable, uh, soul-sucking really? weaker. Sh- it's I, I hate. I hated it. By the- Firstly, the audience dumb as fuck. Like just yeah, stupid. Yeah. Like really slow, also, awful audiences. The, the people in Vegas choose what's on our TVs. Like, yeah. When you when you shoot a pilot, it's in Vegas that they like cr- like because they're like, oh, we'll get a sample of America here. They if you're walking through somewhere, they're like, Would no, you, like you get a come? sample of the worst of America. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so then they call, they get like people. They're like, we'll give you fifty dollars to come watch this show and then tell us what you think about it. And that's so in Vegas, that's, they do that stuff. In yeah, Vegas? so that's how they pick. Oh, that's really? how they test audiences and decide that which is... shows get put on TV. Jesus. Wow, because I mean, it was all the shows were awful. The people running the place were awful, and they do a thing in Vegas as well. Oh, certainly at this club. Where you do, you do a full week, it's two shows a night, Monday through Sunday, and you and they they pay you for the whole week on the Wednesday. Oh. So they watch you for on the Monday. They watch you on the Monday on Tuesday to make sure they don't have to sack you. Uh, and then once they decide that you're you're good enough to not to stay on for the rest of the week, they then pay you as early as possible, and then tell you that you can cash your check in the cage in the casino. Oh, so that you'll then just give them all the money back. Like, are you a gambler? I'm not a gambler, and I but I already hated them so much by this point. I'm like, you are not getting a penny from me. Yeah, there was a yeah. staff canteen that you could eat in. So like every day, I'd, I'd eat in the staff canteen. <laughs> I would give them no money. I was, but I was so miserable. Uh, I was hating until this is completely true. I found myself in an elevator. Uh, for like a twenty-story journey with a Neil Diamond impersonator. Wow. <laughs> it was just. Wait, I think you. To- the, you Have I told you this story? This is during the last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was amazing. Like, it was about no, it was about two years ago, oh, and it was, was it? it was okay. phenomenal. It was at this Neil Diamond impersonator in full Neil Diamond regalia. That's like awesome. the sequence and everything. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Stop me if I've told this story on the show before, but I it, think was, you, it was yeah, my favorite yeah. thing ever. But it's still great. It's still great. Like, <laughs> it's still good. Yeah. I was, I, Tom hasn't heard. Yeah, it. I was staring at him. I was just staring at him because you wouldn't, and I wasn't even pretending not to. Yeah. Was, and he looked back at me and just went, just keeps getting better and better, kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best answer. Oh my God, that's the best. That's the best. Is that like. Uh, and then he just marched on off into the lounge. Here's here's my quote of the weekend from Las Vegas. Uh, I pulled up to the gas station to fill up before picking up my parents at the airport. Uh, dropped 50 bucks in the tank. I come in to use the bathroom because the gas station should have a bathroom. And I'm walking around. I don't see any sign of it. Do you guys have a restroom? And he's like, no public bathroom. And I give a huge eye roll because I'm like, I just, you know, I'm spending. I'm not like, I obviously spent money here. Um, and I don't say that. I just give a huge eye roll. And then he just goes. 
someone smeared number two all over the walls so we don't have public <laughs> restrooms. <laughs> wow. grown man seeing number two. <laughs> someone so done much... a poopy on the wall. <laughs> Did he so break down grosser. into tears after he said it? <laughs> it's so much grosser. What's just wrong with us? <laughs> What's wrong with us? Uh, Humanity can't two. have nice things. <laughs> Did you at that point just go, okay, fair play, man. That's what he's expecting that I'm suddenly not going to have to go to the bathroom now they hear this story. I was like, no, I still got to pee. Um, oh, also, my parents gambled for the first time, or I think it was one of the first times, and that was Well, at least awesome. second time, because you're here. <laughs> yeah, hey! But the great thing was, we played blackjack for a couple hours, and then came away from the table, and my dad was like, you know, I was kind of tired before, but uh, it kind of gets the blood pumping, doesn't it? <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why people get addicted to this alive. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he looks at you. up. It's having something, something at stake. You could lose some money here. He yeah. looks at you for one second too long, and he goes, me and your mother are getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> just chucks his wedding ring across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls his shirt off. He throws it right into one of those beautiful fountains. <laughs> just, just rips no, no, he, all his clothes and runs <laughs> off into runs. the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, his hair grows long. I don't know yeah. how it happened, like right away. But and the uh, sun's behind him. And he's uh, like, you know where I could buy a skateboard? <laughs> um, all right, we got it. We got to call we this. Should, we, we should wrap this we should thing call up. This one, call Tom. It a day. Have you got uh, any shows coming up? Anything we should plug? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys start that up? Let me just see what I got. Oh wait, no, I, d- I definitely have some. Uh, this Saturday, December. Uh, what is this Saturday? No one will come. December 8th? No one's come December to 8th. any shows. Oh, I just... You don't have a single listener a really, that will come to my there's shows. A, there's a, there's a really hate. good show this Saturday at 8 at Echoes Under Sunset in uh, Echo Park, Los Angeles, whatever. It's at 8 p.m. It's called Girth. There's going to be some amazing comedians on it and some sketches and the whole thing. It's nice. a really good show. Go to that and show. Do you have a Twitter? Or oh, yes, and I do. Uh, twi- follow me on Twitter at, at the Tom Sibley. So Excellent. at Tom Selleck. At the Tom Sibley. S I B L E Y. S I B L E Y. And, yeah. uh, and uh, I've got, um, I'm doing set list at the Downtown Independent on Monday, the day this show comes out. And also on Friday, if we have any uh, Northern Florida listeners, I'm at Tallahassee. Oh, I'll be there. Uh, oh, you're going to be there? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, th- I thought you might have been just touring there. I was like, come down to a spot. But yeah. no, no, you're not. Uh, but if any, <laughs> any listeners who are. Uh, any listeners who are nearby there, uh, it's at the college, but it's open to the public as well. So come down there. I'm somewhere in Tallahassee. I don't know where, but Google Tallahassee in my name and you'll find the place fairly easily. Uh, and uh, and as always, any questions, any comments, any corrections at Probably Science on Twitter or probablyscience at gmail.com. Any That's stories cool. you want us to cover or any, any information you have relating to any of our stories. Uh, and please get on iTunes and write nice things and give us nice ratings. And you can rate both the, the show. It's... The whole show and also individual episodes, and each of them help more people find out about us. That would be awesome. Yeah, do all Brooks, of that. Brooks, you got any shows coming up? No, I got to get some shows. <laughs> <laughs> also, keep watching Love You Media with Whitney Cummings on Wednesdays at 10.30 on E! Uh, it's it's really funny if I'm allowed to say that about something I'm working on. If anybody's booking any shows, I'd love to do them. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks is available to do shows. Uh, all right. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Yeah.